0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. We've talked before about how the police are allowed to lie during an investigation. So it's not uncommon that they'll bring somebody in for questioning and then lie to them and say things like, oh, well, we've got three witnesses who place you there. So why don't you tell us why you were there? When they have no witnesses. And courts have said that police can do that as an investigative technique. So Reuters has an interesting story. John sent me notes. Steve, check this out. Hassan Kanu wrote this. Police empowered to lie about investigations after federal appeals court ruling, but it's the extent to which they can lie that I think many people will find this shocking. A federal appeals court recently decided that a St. Paul, Minnesota police officer was shielded from a lawsuit that alleged that she fabricated a witness tampering charge because she was working on a federal task force at the time. And so because she was considered to be part of the federal task force, she has this vast immunity granted to federal law enforcement. The case is from the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, was against an officer who, by the way, has been the center of a ton of litigation because of all of the allegations of wrongdoing, and she keeps dodging liability because of this idea here. So this police officer in addition to the witness tampering charges, likely fabricated a non-existent child trafficking ring and apparently falsified testimony in court and to a grand jury. This is according to federal courts that have overseen the charges raised against her. The investigation of that dubious ring led to the arrest of 30 people, some of whom spent years in federal prison. So 30 people got arrested because this police officer invented this whole wacky notion that there's this imaginary ring, and it turns out that there wasn't. A federal district court in Tennessee ruled that the officer likely exaggerated or fabricated important aspects of this story, and that is a 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals opinion. And they said that her accusations were likely a fictitious story. That's from the opinion. Many of the people arrested, many of the people arrested were children. And with that going on, a decision from the Eighth Circuit case brought by another person who sued the police officer over the witness tampering charges. This is a dangerous extension of the U.S. Supreme Court's precedence on law enforcement powers and immunity. What's more, the ruling is especially alarming given the history of police abuse among specialized multi-jurisdictional task forces. The woman was a city cop in Minnesota, but they said, would you like to join a federal task force also? She said yes. So they swore her in as a federal officer, and now she gets these special immunities she wouldn't necessarily have had as a city officer. The Supreme Court ruled a long time ago that police have fairly broad leeway to use deception or trickery to induce a confession— And they've maintained that those rulings uh, are fine despite decades of social science research and actual data showing that those methods commonly produce false confessions. So it's actually a fact that if you bring somebody in for questioning and berate them, yell at them, lie to them, deprive them of food and sleep, you can eventually get them to confess to something they didn't do. And that's, that's a documented fact. So now the Eighth Circuit's decision paves the way for police officers and federally funded task forces to avoid lawsuits, even if they lie, manipulate witnesses, falsify evidence, or frame innocent people. Because that's what happened here. So the court wrote that even if the victim here could establish that the police officer was lying, and we can assume that she was, it would not have changed the fact that she did so in her capacity as a federal agent, not as a St. Paul police officer, the judge wrote in the opinion for the court. Now, the officer was therefore entitled to immunity because the Supreme Court held back in 2017 that individual federal employees can only be sued if their misdeeds are basically exactly the same as in previous cases where the court found constitutional violations, and there's only been three of those, three of those types of cases for which they can be held accountable. So in 2010, this officer and government prosecutors alleged a vast trafficking conspiracy spanning four states, and they said it went back 10 years. They produced more than 200 witnesses, hours of recorded conversation, and proposed a four-month-long trial for all of these defendants. The trial lasted six weeks. Nine of the 30 indicted were ultimately tried. They were all acquitted. And later on, people realized that much of the evidence had been fabricated or exaggerated or made up or there was nothing there, as they say. The person who filed the lawsuit against this police officer got involved in kind of a weird way. She was attacked by a witness in this investigation, according to the Eighth Circuit's opinion. That witness contacted the police officer who intervened on the witness's behalf. The police officer told a responding officer that this person was out to intimidate her witness, which wasn't true, and that's according to the 8th Circuit and a number of other courts. The police officer then repeated the misstatement in a federal complaint that ultimately put this woman in federal prison for more than two years before she was acquitted. And so now as we unravel this, We discover that the police officer made a misstatement to law enforcement and then made the misstatement again in a federal complaint. And according to the courts of appeal, there's nothing you can do about that because as a federal officer, she's immune to lawsuits for anything she does and merely lying uh, won't do it. Now, victims have sought to hold this officer accountable in more than 20 civil lawsuits since then. But she beaten every single case due to federal immunity. The 8th Circuit issued two separate, somewhat circular rulings in this case. The court determined that she couldn't be sued as a St. Paul cop because she was deputized as a federal officer. It also held she couldn't be sued as a federal officer because she gets immunity in that case. The 8th Circuit held explicitly that the officer's fabrications were part and parcel of her law enforcement duties. The officer acted within the scope of her duties by trying to keep a federal witness out of trouble, the judge wrote. The same goes for her statements in the affidavit she prepared the next day. But those are false statements. And the question is, is this federal witness even really a federal witness if the underlying case is made up? The interim chief of the St. Paul Police uh, told a reporter here that the officer was never formally disciplined. Department officials said in 2016 that they put her on administrative leave and opened an investigation, but she's back at work in less than a week in a non-investigative capacity. That's according to the St. Paul Pioneer Press. The internal investigation is closed, and she's still employed by the department as a sergeant and property crimes investigator. The Supreme Court created qualified immunity in the late 1960s and has continually refined the doctrine, making it virtually impossible by now to sue local police for even clear violations of constitutional rights. The odds of successfully suing a federal law enforcement officer are even slimmer. Court's newly constituted ultra-conservative majority has also recently created more specific carve-outs in constitutional law for law enforcement. As of last month, Americans can no longer sue individual Customs and Border Protection agents at all for any kind of constitutional violation. And, of course, local police cannot be sued for using statements and other evidence obtained without issuing a Miranda warning. We talked about that before. And this Eighth Circuit's ruling continues the trend of extending police powers and shrinking the scope of your rights as an American with respect to your civil rights. So this St. Paul City police officer was deputized to be a federal agent and work on a federal task force. And along the way... She apparently just created a whole bunch of stories about people saying that there was this elaborate ring involving uh, 30 people and it went back 10 years and all this crazy stuff. Turns out it was all made up, or a lot of it was made up. And the people who were hurt by all the made up stories said, well, that's not right, I should have some recourse here. And they filed lawsuits against the officer for making stuff up. And the court said, well, this is a lot like it when a police officer pulls you over. And lies to you and says, well, uh, you know, I saw you run a stop sign. What's going on? Turns out later you didn't run a stop sign. Doesn't write you ticket for running a stop sign. Just wanted to pull you over for some reason. Or, Or they get you in the room separated from your friend. And they walk in and they go, your friend just said you did it. He's willing to testify. He told us you did it. And since you did it, if he testifies, we're going to cut him a break because you're the guy who did it. So do you want to tell us what happened or you want to go down for the crime because your guy's going to testify against you? Turns out they're telling the other guy the exact same thing, that you just narked him out. Nothing wrong with that as an investigative technique, the court says. And they say, by extension, any lie is part of any investigation. I mean, what's the difference? And the weird part about it is that once you allow someone to lie and say that all lies are equal, You realize where this can go, because there were people here who spent years in prison and were acquitted because the things they were accused of weren't really real, (laughs) based on lies. And repeatedly, the courts have said that this one out-of-control city cop deputized as a federal cop has immunity for that because of the deputization making her a federal employee, federal actor. It's a crazy case. So, John, thanks for sending me the note. Hassan Kanu wrote this for Reuters. Police empowered to lie about investigations after federal appeals court ruling. And the situation is just getting worse. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. It is better to travel than to arrive.